Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of Qualia. In this episode of Qualia, we are going to talk about Fyodor Dostoevsky's The Crime and Punishment, a timeless Russian classic, which has several layers of psychological and philosophical complexity underneath it. And it's going to be a tough job to talk about a book of this magnitude. So, hope you enjoy. I'd like to start this episode by asking you how you felt once you read Crime and Punishment. What was the feeling when you closed the back cover of the book? Okay, Pradeep. Before answering your question, I'll talk about the story that I recently heard in a YouTube video that I saw where there was a large canvas on which Adam and Eve were drawn. It was a canvas that contained Adam and Eve there were three people one british one french and one russian who were discussing on the origin of those people the british guy was like these people the adam and eve must surely be from britain because they are so reserved and shy so they must be from britain and the french guy was like they are all naked and beautiful so obviously they are french and the russian guy was like comrades they have no clothes they have no home they have one apple to share between them and they are told that this is paradise they are surely russians i feel this is the story that signifies what russia went through during dostoevsky's time during the period when he wrote this book so yeah over to the question that you asked i have kind of two types of answers to this question so the first type goes as as soon as i closed the book all i was able to think is of oh, 720 pages of suffering and more suffering and the second type is actually the long one i am actually thankful to you that you had suggested me this book it's actually my first book from the russian literary space and i'm glad that i had started russian literature with this book because as anyone reading book would know that this is a very famous book Uh, that has been best selling for the past 150 years and uh, moreover this is a novel that focuses on the mental anguish and dilemma of raskolnikov the protagonist and uh, ex student who is very impoverished and as a result kills a pawnbroker this book primarily deals with the struggle the guilt and horror and confronts the real world consequences of his deed so this book surrounds our protagonist raskolnikov and through him talks about the various sociological psychological and philosophical implications i am actually interested as to to know the reason why you had suggested this book for our first book discussion on on this podcast episode for the past one year i have been following the works of uh, dr jordan peterson Dr Jordan Peterson is a psychiatrist and uh, he has two of his very famous lecture series on the internet i saw him quote this book again and again and he just gives the core of the story he just gives you a brief description of what this book was about and i was really intrigued to know that how 
can such a simple plot imagine how nice it should have been written for people to talk about it almost two centuries later like 150 years later still people talk about this book and people still refer to this book a lot of big people in psychology and philosophy they quote this book it almost seemed like the fictitious bible of philosophy and psychology and uh, we'll discuss about the important aspects that we saw in this book but before that i'd like to know that this exposure to this book and this genre and i know that you're no stranger to reading books and how is this book different from all those other books all those other crime novels that you've studied okay so the first thing that i noticed about this book which stood out very uniquely was that this book had not a single line which didn't actually contribute to what the author was coming to say it didn't have a single line which you could omit and say yeah the book is fine without this and it will go on it's 720 pages of pure masterpiece i have i'm I, like i'll be honest i have never read something like this it was totally different and on on doing some research i got to know that this was actually the first psychological thriller to have ever come out in the world another thing is that this novel addresses the psychology of human beings especially take these three questions what drives some see if you see our courts and the judicial system the highest degree of punishment that it can give is the death sentence and usually it is given to people who commit murders and who kill other people so in a way our society views killing other people or murdering someone as the highest order of crime that you can commit so think about the question what drives someone to kill and also this question that what goes through the person's mind before after and also during all this happens when before the situation that leads him to kill the person during the actual act of murder and what happens after the murder is once committed think about this question think about the an- another question that which type of society or what society breeds such people what are the consequences that can actually let people to do certain acts of crime i think these three questions i i, I feel that the whole novel kind of answers and is around these three questions and i haven't seen such a compact form of literature i haven't come across yeah right that people say it's a masterpiece and quote it again and again and uh, pradeep i would like to know why you like this book so much yeah i know that uh, when the people you admire or people you revere they when they recommend this book you tend to like it eventually but what did this book deliver to you personally i told you that i came across this book when i was going through the works of dr jordan peterson he always says this thing that nihilism breeds the most evil that the world can ever see he always insists this point and uh, this point was not explained clearly in any of the works of jordan peterson which i had witnessed back then and moreover he said that this book offers a fictitious picture to that statement so i wanted to go through this book and i wanted to read it so badly i wanted to know where he drew this axiom from so 
if you see roman raskolnikov when he prepares his mind to commit the murder he convinces himself of all the rational choices that he has to make and that he has to take into account all the all those factors and still he sees that what he is about to do the murder that he is about to commit even if it is wrong in some egalitarian point of view he convinces himself that this is morally superior to let that woman exist and let his family perish so he has two things at stake here either if he doesn't kill that woman that woman would continue to make the life of other people miserable and at the same time his family is going to perish but if he kills that woman then he can save the life of lots of people along with that he can take her riches and he can save his family his mother and his sister so what what was really interesting was when raskolnikov is about to commit the murder he convinces himself and by himself he convinces us that he is right to do this murder but as the story progresses it it shows that doesn't matter how rational your thoughts are doesn't matter how aligned your thoughts are and how much sense they make some things you just can't live with after killing that woman he can't live with the guilt he can't live without the thought that he has not crossed his moral boundaries and that thought and that process torments him and i don't know if this is right but i was able to correlate with that statement of jordan peterson's nihilism with this raskolnikov thinks that there is no god that was a new school of thought back then in 18th century russia and he was drawn into this poverty and hunger and everything is playing tricks with his mind and he's he dropped out of law school and his sister is getting into a sophisticated form of prostitution just to spare him some money for college to go to law school so every factor counted raskolnikov convinces himself and us that he is going to do the morally superior thing to do and at the end he doesn't just end up feeling bad himself he also makes us feel bad for feeling that what he was going to do was right i don't know man i think that i've never experienced something like this before in my life because when you see a movie things go real fast at a lot of times you can't put yourself in the place of the protagonist but when you're reading a book it goes real slow you're walking the street with the protagonist so i found this to be really beautiful and i was awestruck by the brilliance of dostoevsky yeah that's a thing to consider but only when you read a lot more books you will come across masterpieces like this so yeah that's another topic but uh, the the point that you made that the author portrays what happens to the protagonist what surrounds what happens in the environment of the protagonist what what his conditions are such that he commits that murder this while reading this also uh, it actually led me to this debate of the free will which is i know it's a old debate and uh, philosophers have been uh, debating it over past like couple of thousand years you see here raskolnikov is a poor ex student he is not even a student he's been thrown out of the college because he couldn't pay the fees or something like that so he is a poor student ex student and uh, his mother is marrying her sister in exchange of money and that's the sophisticated prostitution that you were talking about 
and all these things and many such things happens to Raskolnikov. So the act that he killed and robbed the two sisters, the pawnbrokers, for money, is it an act that Raskolnikov chose to do or is it an act that was forced by the environment? It is an act that was that happened as a consequence of events that happened surrounding Raskolnikov. As a result, he was made to kill that kill those two sisters. What do you think? What do you? Uh, I know it's a difficult question to answer, but what do you feel about it? What are your thoughts on it? Yes, that was exactly what I was talking about. Raskolnikov felt that he was morally obligated to murder that woman so that he can save a lot of people from suffering. The very definition of free will, according to Raskolnikov, whatever he did, at the last moment, he could have chosen to go back, but he didn't. And moreover, when the old lady's sister comes in, he could have chose some other alternative, but still, he killed her too. And moreover, at the, towards the end of the story, we see that rather than killing the old lady, he is more guilty towards killing her sister. So, out of this, one of these murders is committed out of like, you know, maximally out of Raskolnikov's free will. The murder of the pawnbroker was totally out of Raskolnikov's free will. But the murder of Lejaveta, the pawnbroker's sister. Now, is this, is this Raskolnikov's free will at play? I don't know, man. I don't know. Because he could have spoken with Lejaveta, he could have reasoned with her or something like that. But I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's out of my place and it's not in the book. And what I think is, in, in both the murders, I think that Raskolnikov had his share of free will and he exploited it. That, that's what I see. Like, you can say, like, these circumstances were forced upon him such that he had to do the murder. But still, there was a way out of it. He needn't have killed that woman and he could have made an honest living. But still, I think that he chose this. He chose this because he was very convinced with the idea that he was above everyone. You know, he writes this essay in his college. And uh, you told me that that essay was one of the most interesting part in the book. In that essay, he says some people are above law. Law is not meant for them. So he thinks that if you are going to do a crime and if you are just smart enough, you'll just you can just get away with it. So I think this is mostly Raskolnikov's free will at play here. And if you ask me, it's actually the basic trolley problem that Jostovsky is in a way addressing. So the trolley problem is a problem where it's, it's a hypothetical problem. You are a driver of a tra uh, train engine and you are driving the engine very fast and there are two ways. If you pull the lever, you could either go to left or to the right. In the left, you see a single worker working on the tracks. And on the right, you see that there are five people working on the tracks. And now you are in such a situation that you can't stop the train. And I'm sure if the morally correct answer would be that you would you take the path where there is only one worker and you'll in a way save the three workers because you have no bias towards anyone because no one knows you personally. So you just take the morally right decision. But so what happens here is the practice of this philosophy of utilitarianism. Utilitarianism is the philosophy where in a way through your deeds and action, 
you maximize the happiness so in a way by not running over the trolley over those three people you are maximizing the amount of happiness in the world so i feel the author addresses this philosophy of utilitarianism through this act of raskolnikov actually practicing the murder on the two sisters and one more thing that i liked about this book was the underlying principle of criminality morality and guilt you see raskolnikov thinks about murdering the woman he murders the woman he he carries the criminality and then he is faced with this moral theory of his own that great people commit crimes and overstep the law so as they could go on to make new law he also gives the example of uh, napoleon and muhammad he so he suffers with this moral of his own and he then he realizes that he is not the great people he thought himself to be and he is now suffering with the guilt that follows the crime and he understands that he is not ordinary after all and confesses everything i like this fact that these three themes not only guide raskolnikov's action but also guides the actions of other uh, characters of the story as well that was a great clarification on the whole philosophy of raskolnikov's thoughts and uh, ron here i want to talk about one specific incident that happens in the book in this act raskolnikov is lying in a prison and this happens at the end of the book raskolnikov is lying in the prison and he he sleeps he is he is very delirious he has some fever and uh, he is having this dream in this dream he sees people and everyone is infected with a unique plague like not a singular plague every single person in the world has his own plague and everyone is proud of their plague and everyone says that one's plague is better than other what i felt was i felt that dostoevsky was trying to foreshadow a great deal of havoc that was going to be brought upon the world a century later and if you if you if you get into pondering and if you if you get into some people who have reviewed this book and if you get into those aspects you can see that the plague that he refers to is ideological religions like for example you take a big religion which has a god a religion which has a god can convince you to do anything and moreover you can't prove things otherwise like it's the classic argument there is god there is no god you can't show proof for for there is god but that doesn't mean that there is no god because you can't show proof that god does not exist so what he's trying to say is there is all forms of ideological religions which are coming into existence at that time which are just coming into existence at that time and he's saying that for example i love i love the fact that i read somewhere that he was trying to foreshadow the birth of communism the birth of communism and the birth of atheism he and he was trying to foreshadow the birth of atheism like one person thought that there was no god actually raskolnikov in our story he thinks that there is no god there is no one watching over him so eventually this leads him to do crime which compromises his moral high ground and puts him down and he eventually suffers so what dostoevsky is trying to hint here is he is taking a shot at the growing atheism 
that was gripping Russia and most of Europe too at that time. So this wave of atheism was initially brought up by science. Actually, the whole point of the whole point of mainstream religions is the truth, and science was challenging the truth itself in religious texts and otherwise. So eventually, people started coming out of religion and they started taking the atheistic approach towards life. But the atheistic approach towards life had nihilism wrapped within it. So people who took the atheist approach, they eventually their moral grounds were compromised. and they did things which a normally religious person wouldn't do so i think this dream of raskolnikov that he has in prison was like two pages of 1000 year worth wisdom that's a great observation you made pradeep uh, and uh, also if if you say that this was actually talking about the birth of atheism then why would dostoevsky have raskolnikov uh, is like keep the bible with him during his days in prison if he was actually trying to talk about the birth of atheism why would he have his own protagonist accept the bible exactly exactly that's the point this happens at a point where raskolnikov admits his crime and he is going for redemption and he is carrying the bible with him to the prison that he goes i think that bible is given to him by sonia so he carries that bible with him on his path of redemption so i think that he ties these knots beautifully that an initially egoistic self-centered atheistic person eventually he compromises his moral high ground because of the inherent nihilism which corrupts his soul and towards the end he drives back to where he started he goes back to you see that uh, you see that raskolnikov's mom and sister they are deeply religious and eventually i'd like to add, so so it's it's reasonable to presume that he is coming from a religious family and eventually because of because of his knowledge and because of his outlook towards the world he starts to believe that there is no god and there is no one superior watching over him but he is proved wrong and he is forced to take the old road again the old religious road again and this time he carries the bible with him to the prison on his road of redemption so i think these knots were tied real beautiful man and thanks for mentioning the bible okay pradeep one more thing that i have to say here is that you see olympics have been happening for so many years in olympics you have various sports and sports is also an art form like other art forms there are different kinds of art form movies books music everything is an art form but if you go back 2000 years and if you look at the olympics you don't remember the fastest runner you don't remember the runner whose art is running you don't remember his name you don't remember the pace he ran with but from that era you do remember aristotle because of his philosophy his art so certain art and certain artists survive time you see, if you take the example of aristotle he survived this massive gap of 2400 years and is still remembered today for his art and still people discuss about his art and why i made this point is because it has been over 150 years since dostoevsky published his crime and punishment 
and still we are sitting here and discussing it and listeners are listening to it so i feel this is a book that will stand the test of time and i would urge the listeners to read if it's possible because i feel certain kinds of art is far superior than others and this is one such art form that must be cherished that was a great illustration rohan i agree with you and i would like to urge our listeners to cut a slack out of their busy schedule that way they can spend some quality time on reading this timeless classic so ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to us with a lot of patience and that's it for this episode of qualia we would love to hear on what you think about our show you could always mail us your thoughts and comments at pod.qualia@gmail.com or you can follow us on qualia_pod on instagram stay tuned and see you guys in the next one